Hey yo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USBI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a 10 Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink pack and we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from all aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the always be booked cruise cast show coming at you not quite live from the sunshine state decay compound down here in south florida if you want to get specific it's boca raton ton ton boca raton who knows uh what we're gonna do here ladies and gentlemen is i want you to bear with me because i'm gonna try something a i've been telling you i want to try to shorten the show a little bit now don't be sad because there's going to be less content. There's going to be plenty of content. This will enable me to do more on YouTube. This will enable me to do more on you know, Facebook and things like that. Dare I say a live stream is a live stream in the future. So what we're doing today, what we're going to try to do today is do a one-take Tommy. Now, usually here's what goes into these shows. They're freaking three hours long sometimes. Well, that's pushing it. Not on, I've hit three hours, but more often than not, they're in a two or two and a half hour range. And what happens is there's some research that goes into that. There's some uh, fatigue that sometimes sets in from just continuously rambling. And when you do ramble, sometimes you do misspeak. So then there's like that whole pause and editing process and things like that. Here, Here's what we're going to do today. What we are going to do is try to go all the way through and make it a one-take Tommy. So I want you to bear that in mind because this is a first. I'm going to try to do no edits. So when I do mess up and there are issues and errors and things like that, understand it's because, you know what, I have to eventually train myself to be a flawless broadcaster here. And that's just not going to happen if I continually use the editing process as a crutch. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so here we go. All right, let's get into the cruise news right away. Now, this really isn't news anymore, is it? The real news will be the next time Royal Caribbean decides to put out a normal cruise ship, which I probably say we all know will be no time soon. Odyssey of the Seas is going to be the newest ship from the cruise line that has always and continues and will continue to lead the way in the wow the flagship in their newest class of ships, dubbed Quantum Ultra, promises to be unlike anything you've ever seen at sea again. Now, what could Royal Caribbean possibly do that would outshine their recent innovations? How about the first ever two-story pool deck? Uh, that's, again, an upcoming show. That's a little bit of a hint, a teaser, a trailer, what have you. I'm going to do a show that's going to be my next cruise it's going to be a little bit of a kind of amalgamation of predictions slash wish lists of what I'd like to see on cruise ships. And you know what? If any of them come true, I'm taking credit because the last time I did something like that, I think we had a good four or five things that I said back then, way back then, the old days, 2017 and what have you, uh, things, some of those things came true. Uh, anyway, 
they're going to put together their first ever two-story pool deck. I don't know how that's just what it says. I don't know how that's going to be explained. I don't know. You know, most pool decks are two stories. You know, you have the Lido deck or the pool deck, and then you have that level above that kind of overlooks it. But We'll see what Royal Caribbean means by that. Now, the C-Plex on Odyssey is going to have some of the most advanced augmented reality. Now, it used to be virtual reality. That was apparently politically incorrect. We're going augmented reality now uh, in the world with options for individuals as well as group competition. Dining on board is going to be more dynamic than ever. Now, I know Royal Caribbean probably doesn't appreciate the usage of the word dynamic, yet here we are using it uh there's going to be some new contemporary concepts to the table uh just things taken up a notch as the uh as, as the late great emerald Lagasse would say but he's not late he's great he's not late he might be late he might be on time i'm not sure Woo! this is a nice coffee night isn't it yes it is kind of like a little bit overtired because i was on the road all day long six hours of driving today in the rain battling sprinting around a cruise ship all for you people i'm just kidding yeah i did it for you but i did it for us you know what i mean i did, I did this for us you feel me um so no he's uh emerald Lagasse to clear up what i just said uh is alive and pretty well at least well fed you could tell uh we have a statement from michael bailey that you may have heard but this is what he put out there for the public so we're going to read it again odyssey of the seas will set an all new standard created to deliver the most immemorable vacations by combining immersive experiences the best of royal caribbean's trend-setting innovations and the signature royal way service of our dedicated crew members. Have you guys heard of that? I don't know. Listen, don't give me a hard time here. I can't hear everything, right? I didn't know there was like a such thing as a royal way. Uh, but I do understand how it is. It's like the royal way is like a like almost like a creed, like a promise, a pledge that the guests will, I'm sorry, the staff will adhere to to indicate that they're all on the same page and they're following the royal way. Very, very corporate. Not a bad thing, necessarily. The Quantum Ultra class introduces a new way to see the world as she becomes our first purposefully built vessel for island hopping on both sides of the Atlantic. Now, here we go. Now, we're going to back that up. Listen, these cruise lines. Now, cruise lines, again, do me a favor. Pay attention. I know I make fun of you guys. I know I bash you guys just a little. I like to think I do it equally. I like to think I spread my bashing and my sarcasm across all three cruise lines, all three of the major cruise lines. Now, what does that tell you? You know what I'm saying? That makes my word important. So every time I don't get invitations to things and you don't need me at inaugurals or uh, you're less than happy with me because I may or may not have mentioned you in a, not necessarily the most positive light in some of my coverage, understand that it is all in good fun. Here's the creed you have to remember, the, the, the always be booked way. I am an advocate for the cruise industry. Okay, I love cruising. That's the top line. I'm not going to spend my time sitting in a friggin' dark room talking into a microphone solo about something that I'm not obviously passionate about. You got to take the satire with the good, okay? So, and when you mess up, yeah, you're going to hear it a little bit, but understand, ultimately, even Carnival, when you're dumping gallons and gallons of waste into Alaska, I'm going to let people know about it, but then I'm going to let everybody know what all the great things you do. Royal Caribbean, 
when people are getting norovirus on every other sailing. I'm kidding. That's not happening. But I'm saying when it does happen sometimes on Royal Caribbean ships, I let people know. But then I also know how much I love the Royal Promenade. Norwegian. When I'm having to check my pockets every 45 minutes to make sure you didn't take another nickel from me when I wasn't looking for some upcharge on some drink package or some service charge that I didn't even know about. I'm also talking about how much I love Spice H2O. So bear with me. You know what I'm saying? Let me do let, let me let me let me in. Let me give me a seat at the table, will you? I'm out here advocating for you guys. But all that means is that I am going to knock you guys equally so the guests who listen to me, uh, the potential passengers that do listen to me, they know that I'm not bullshitting. They know I'm not coming from a place of just being in your pocket. So ignore the couple of times I might, quote unquote, neg you guys and focus on how much of an advocate I am for the industry, which is ultimately is going to be to your advantage. All right. So when Harmony of the seas and symphony of the seas uh with those two uh, cruise ships to me royal caribbean seem to already have combined the oasis and quantum classes of ships uh, but the problem what not problem but the the rub was is that they put it in the form of an oasis class i guess hardware originally the oasis was the biggest and quantum was the most modern it looks like now what they're doing is doubling down by going even more modern while maintaining the hardware that most resembles a quantum class ship. So again, they put out the Oasis class, very, very technologically advanced and huge, just a game changer of a ship. Then they put out the quantum class and that was supposed to be all right, maybe not as big as the Oasis, but every little, every bit is technologically advanced. And then some with the robot bartenders, the iFly, the North star, things like that. And then Short of the North Star, which is the flying thing that puts you in the pod and waves you around, they took all of the innovations of the Quantum class and put them on the Oasis class with the Harmony of the Seas and the Symphony of the Seas. Now what they're doing is going the other way. They're going even more technologically advanced, and they're going with the Quantum class-sized hardware. So it's, it's, it's really, there are no boundaries to what Royal Caribbean seems to be able to do. It looks, uh, aside from the new bells and whistles, all the innovative favorites that you could found, find on board, as well as including the um, 270 Lounge, the Next Level Solarium, the North Star, which we talked about, the mechanical arm that extends 300 feet above sea level. It rotates and navigates even over the side of the ship as well. Uh, all of those things will be found on this uh, Odyssey of the seas and this newly formed odyssey class of ships so i don't know guys people ask all the time what is royal caribbean gonna do next i'll tell you this we got a group cruise coming up it is on the adventure of the seas it's a royal caribbean ship it is not an over-the-top you know oasis or quantum class ships it's not even an amped up ship so i'm interested in that I'm feeling kind of carnival lately, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm thinking if this, nothing changes, and I'm using the word energy. Royal, I'm not, I'm not knocking you. You know what I mean? But I've sailed Royal Caribbean the last four or five sailings, uh, you know, on, on, on regular cruises. And, and I'm just, it's a fun cruise. It's an enjoyable cruise. But you don't get that next level energy 
And if I don't see it on adventure, now I know I'm going to see it on adventure because what's happen- What's going to happen is I'm going to create it or we're going to create it. So, But if I don't feel it coming back, we're probably going to switch back over to Norwegian Carnival for a while. Shout out to Chris, uh, CJ Sancocho, uh, uh, CJ Papito. It's hard to keep up. Chris is banned from Carnival Cruise Lines. He's one of the essential members of our cruise crew. And unfortunately, we can't do Carnival with Chris. So that only brings us down to the big two. Now, I'm going to go back on a Carnival ship. I tell Chris all the time, you know, you got banned. You don't know if it's a permanent ban or not. So you got to check into it. See what your rights are. Maybe hire a cruise lawyer. You can get back on Carnival ships, and I recommend you do. But Chris does happen to be a... uh, Norwegian fanboy anyway, which, listen, I don't knock it all. All right. Moving on. It's always interesting when the competitors, they join forces. In the spirit of the old adage, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. In this case, the enemy is the poor and sometimes dangerous conditions that currently exist on the Caribbean island of St. Lucia. Uh, The island itself is blessed with about as much natural beauty as any but the it, but the development has been underwhelming, and the crime is unfortunately been an issue. I've heard some stories about people on St. Lucia. Uh, this is what I say. Like, it's gorgeous. And a lot of people will claim St. Lucia as their favorite island. I know people who have done weddings on St. Lucia. I know people who are just obsessed with St. Lucia. But then I've also talked to some people who say, you know, they've had some strange experiences. And uh, been, they've been female persuasion and they'd be walking along on a tour or walking along with a group and there'll be groups of people that try to kind of get them to veer off and then we hear stories later about people being robbed or worse or things like that so nothing good about that but here's the good news so during a ceremony on october 21st in san juan royal caribbean and carnival announced that they will be joining forces by signing a Memorandum of Understanding to design, construct, operate, and manage a brand new cruise port on St. Lucia. All the main dignitaries were on hand for this ceremonious affair, including Mickey Arison, who is the chairman of Carnival Corporation, Arnold Donald, the man with two first names and who is the CEO of Carnival Corporation, the Honorable Alan Chester, Chastanet, who is the Prime Minister of St. Lucia, and Adam Goldstein, who is the Vice Chairman of Royal Caribbean Cruises, LTD. And there were a bunch of other people there, marketing people, different people from the corporate offices of all the parties involved. Now, the terms have not been 100% nailed down, but there is an agreement in place to manage the port long term and a three-headed commitment to develop a new port in Viewport, Viewport, V-I- EUX via view via VX Fort, which is on the southern part of the island and will be fully equipped to host the biggest and most technologically advanced cruise ships that exist today. Now, while at a ceremony, uh, St. Lucia Prime Minister Chastanet said, We look forward to this partnership as this marks a new day and a significant achievement for our government, for the people of St. Lucia, and for our island as a whole. Royal Caribbean President and CEO Michael Bailey added, The cruise market is the fastest growing sector of tourism, and in the next decade, cruising in the Caribbean region is anticipated to increase by 40%. We are excited. 
to partner up with the government of St. Lucia to ensure that the destination directly benefits from that growth while giving more guests the opportunity to visit this unique gem in the Caribbean. Man, I got to hold on. I got to take a sip here. Hey, hey, we're not editing, right? And please excuse the um, hopefully muted belching that follows here. Uh, so that's pretty much it. I don't know. Uh, have you guys been to St. Lucia? Hit me up, Tommy, at alwaysbebooked.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts about St. Lucia. Have you had good experiences? Now, you can't argue. If you go there, it's a gorgeous island. And again, I looked at it a little bit. And my measure of some of the most beautiful islands that I like to go to, for me, obviously, the water's beautiful in the Bahamas. Obviously, it's, you know... I just like the topography. I really like when there's some mountains. I like sailing into it when there's mountains. I like chilling on the top of the pool deck and looking over and seeing the mountains. I like being in the mountains and looking back at the ship. All these types of things are what the mark of of a beautiful island is to me. Now, St. Lucia, for me, it sounds like it's a little bit kind of like, uh, what would you call it, Uh, Roatan-ish. Maybe, no, maybe Costa Maya-ish, Belizean, you know, in nature, beautiful, natural beauty, but not a whole lot to do. I think this might be the beginning of that changing. Now, okay, you know what? There's not always going to be something to do and crazy over-the-top tourism and touristy things to do, shopping and, you know, attractions and things like that, but there's natural beauty. In this case, that's fine except for the crime you want to keep that crime to a minimum if you want people to keep coming back all right moving on here we go again ladies and gentlemen i really don't understand why it is so hard for these people to simply stay on the damn cruise ship the carnival dream left the port of galveston for a four-day western caribbean cruise and a 26 year old man went overboard at around 8 45 p.m on thursday Now, the Coast Guard was looking for the man uh, about 50 miles south of Galveston, Texas. So he he hopped off as soon as he got out of port. See, I don't get that. If you're going to end it all on a cruise ship, why don't you at least wait till you're on the way back, right? I don't know. Get your money's worth. Uh, Carnival released a statement. Thursday evening, a guest went overboard from Carnival Dream while the ship was sailing from Galveston. Based on camera footage, it appears the guest jumped from his stateroom balcony. The ship's command promptly began search and rescue procedures, returned to the area near where the incident occurred, and notified the U.S. Coast Guard. Then they sent a helicopter to assist the search. The onboard care team is assisting the guest's family. The latest info we have is that the search has been suspended. So, uh, listen. It's understandable that the amount of passengers that go overboard would increase in direct proportion to the growth of the industry. But these incidents, I don't know, they they seem like they're really on the rise. It seems like every few days we hear about another passenger going overboard under, who knows, a myriad of different circumstances. Uh, Except for extremely rare instances, however, it, it always seems to be around some foul play while it may seem a little insensitive as to what i'm going to say right now i wouldn't be honest if i didn't say it i i do have sympathy for all these people that go missing and i mean honestly if it's an accident yes of course but whether it's foul play just acting like an idiot doing something dumb off the side of the ship wanting to kill yourself all these types of things i listen i'm sorry but my 
knee jerk is that okay if you're doing what you want to do you're gonna you if you're gonna pay to play you know if you're gonna take a selfie hang it off the top of a balcony and you go down yes i still do feel sorry for you but listen i'm gonna i'm gonna give a shout out to the cruise dudes right now and uh <laughs> the cruise dudes put out a good show recently they uh they had me cracking up uh, and i forgot which one said this but it sounds insensitive and it's going to come off insensitive but when people do dumb stuff like this you know it kind of what do they say it thins out the herd it's just kind of it's kind of nature taking care of itself again a bunch of you are probably pissed off right now because this is not a laughing matter per se but i'm not gonna lie to you i'm gonna be pissed when i can't walk onto the helipad of the of the uh navigator of the seas anymore because it's all walled off because johnny decides he's going to impress his friends by doing a backflip off the front of it you know what i'm saying that's the only thing that's going to bother me and things like i just hope and again yeah how do you guys feel i don't know i just i hope that this does not affect the industry too much because the industry does take one hell of a beating at times. All right, that's about it for the cruise news. Let's get into the main topic for the show. All right, today we are going to talk about a cruise ship. That's right. The cruise ship we're going to talk about is Carnival Breeze. Now, as a travel agent slash member of the media... (laughs) This is really more travel agency stuff. I am able to have access to some ship visits every once in a while. I love these. You know, A, just any chance to put my feet onto a cruise ship, I am going to take it. The minute I step onto a cruise ship, I am in a better mood. So just for that reason alone, I love to take these, but also just to get content, just to experience new ships. Now, I have been talking for a very long time. This is why this is sort of interesting. It might be, it may or may not be interesting to you, but we're going with it anyway. Is that I've definitely had experience on pretty much every class of carnival ships. And trying to make the assessment of which my favorite one is has been quite a quite a road because there are things about each classes of carnival ships that I absolutely love especially lately new with this fantasy class emergence that that I that I found out that I like fantasy class ships so what did I not experience up until today I had never been on a carnival dream class ship and ironically based on my experience I had made a little prediction to myself that this was going to be the class of ships that I would most enjoy. I just basically did the math in my head, applies applied my cruise IQ to it, and said, I bet the dream class is the class for me. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to, I'm going to spoiler, spoiler alert. I'm going to tell you that I think I'm wrong. You know, I still think the Carnival Splendor will go down as my favorite cruise ship in the history of cruises, period, ever end of story and i didn't even know at first when i made that bold statement when i used to make that statement all the time it was always because it was just more sentimental to me you know what i mean it was just like that was my home port in new york that was the ship that i would kind of be a hop skip and a jump over when i by that i mean a cab ride over to when i would you know one summer i did three cruises on the splendor so you know they say in likability when you whenever you're trying to get somebody to like you familiarity is just the best thing so if you just I started reading some book on how to get people to like you <laughs> for some reason. Uh, it tells you a little bit about me, I guess. Uh, but I, I 
listen to it. It was an audio book, audible.com, audibletrial.com. Check it out. Uh, and the guy said he was like a, a, a interrogator. And, you know, people who commit crimes, his job was to interrogate people. And he said one of the best weapons you could possibly have was get them to like you. If you can get them to like you, they will open up to you and be more apt to admit crimes or give information for whatever case you're trying to get, whatever information you're trying to draw from them. And what he said he would do is just go into the room for the first few hours just bring his newspaper, sit down, look across at the table. And now, mind you, this is supposed to be an interrogation. He just looks at the uh, looks across at the pr- at the prisoner or whatever witness, whatever, and give a nod, a smile, and then just read his paper. And then he would do that day after day before he even started asking questions because what he was doing was just establishing familiarity. You know what I mean? So this guy is going to be here with the paper. He seems like a nice guy. He smiles. He says, you know, so I guess that's what I kind of fell victim to with the splendor. I felt like that's what it was. And that's why when I went to the Norwegian Escape, I said, you know what? This is my new favorite ship. The Norwegian Escape was just everything, all the energy that I wanted in the Carnival Splendor. But it also had a lot of newish bells and whistles. Uh, so I made the declaration that the uh, Norwegian Escape was my new favorite cruise ship. Now, I've since gone back on that and gone back to the Splendor for a few reasons. But then as I just look at other cruise ships and other carnival ships and, you know, r- testing out Royal Caribbean for a few cruises in a row, Norwegian, the Carnival Splendor still to this day is and dare I say will remain my all-time favorite cruise ship and it's to the uh, awful news that it is going to Australia and it's getting a full renovation but listen I don't know I'll, I'll get into why and I'll compare you know I'll mention the splendor a little bit during this review of the carnival dream uh, as we go along now let me start out by saying this was a great ship I really still am not by any means, off the bandwagon of saying that I think I might enjoy this as much as any. Maybe not the Splendor, but as much as any. Or maybe I will. Who knows? I never sailed on her. I just inspected it today. So uh, here's how it started out. I worked at Blue Martini last night. My DJ shift I do every Friday night. It was a little slow. You know, City Place area of West Palm Beach. They're absolutely ripping it to shreds. And it's almost like the walkway. You can't even walk around it. It's this beautiful, multi-layered city center with retail spots, restaurants, entertainment, dining, nightclubs, and things like that. And what they're doing now is completely renovating it. I don't really understand why. I don't know what was wrong with it. But they're pretty much turning over every rock and they're doing it in sections and now the section that they're up to is our courtyard right in our area where we share with the giant movie theater and another couple of restaurants and things like that so uh, improv comedy club copper blues you basically have to hug the perimeter walls to be able to navigate your way around there so it's pretty much impossible to get anything going so i say that to say we were dead Uh, We didn't necessarily have much of anything to speak of. So I went to my buddy Joe's because Joe lives in West Palm. I live in Boca. I didn't want to have to drive 25 minutes south to drive another 25 minutes to come back north in the morning. Save some time. Crash on Joe's couch. Now, what had happened was, mind you, Cones, I have not set an alarm in years. 
years. What do I mean by years? Probably about 15, 16 years. I haven't set an alarm. I just haven't been, you know, I, 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 I had a body clock. You know what I mean? My body told me when to wake up. Has it failed me maybe three or four times over the course of 15 years? It's a pretty good track record. Now, I think I'm going to Joe's. I'm going to sleep on his couch. I, I pack a change of clothes, or at least I thought I did, spoiler alert, uh, put my backpack on and go there. So I lay down at Joe's, get home at like 3.30 in the morning, get to bed about 4, and I think, okay, I'll crash till about 8, and I'll get, I'll, I'll pop out at like 10, 10.30, and I'll meet the group and go on the tour. I must have been really tired, Cones. I passed out, and I did not. My body clock, even though I was on a couch with my clothes on, I realized that my body clock did not, uh, it, it failed me. So I looked at the watch. It was 9.45. Supposed to meet everybody at 10.30. I'm a two and a half hour drive away from where I'm trying to get. So I was like, all right, well, that sucks. You missed it. But you know what? Your body just told you you needed the rest, I guess. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just go. So I got on the road, went there. Now, it was cool because I just basically said, I, I showed the inf- email information. I said I was coming from a long way. Uh, I real, By the way, yes, I did not have a change of clothes. So literally, I'm in the clothes I DJed in, uh, looking like I'm without home. You know what I'm saying? So I get there. And they were cool. They let me on the ship, no problem. I missed the group activity, the group dinner or lunch, I should say, and things like that. But I, I was able to navigate my way around the ship solo, as I often do. And uh, I got some really, really good footage. So here's my thoughts. First and foremost, getting on the ship. And just taking a step back, I will say that the Joe Farkas era is completely over. Now, I experienced this on the Carnival Horizon. Okay, so I knew the Carnival Horizon, but I was like, all right, you know what? This is a brand new ship. It's a new era. I didn't necessarily think as much about the design of the ship. I just knew that there was so much new on the Carnival Horizon that I didn't really make the association with the older ships. Now, I didn't know when Joe Farkas stopped designing the carnival ships and we talked about this before he's got the book out he gets a lot of heat for all the wacky designs he does and you know the vegas style gordy entertainment you know showy you know look to everything and of course now it's much more muted and much more you know whatever you want to say much uh more appropriate for today's style i don't know here's my thought on it to me i was missing it I really, really was. I get on the I get on the ship, and the minute you get into the main lobby, you can tell it's a nice lobby. It's designed very, very well. I don't know the name of the new designer right now. I probably should, or the firm, or whatever it is. But I will say that it, you didn't get that immediate. Oh man, that's a I'm on a carnival ship right now. You didn't get that. It wasn't the same feel. And just through every step of the way throughout the ship. It just felt muted. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like that crazy. Uh, what do you? What would you like to call them? Call it a comedian, a singer, an actor that just has that eccentric vibe that may piss people off, may rub people the wrong way. But that who that same thing that rubs people the wrong way. Maybe it's too much of an ego. Maybe it's too much of a, a diva mentality. Listen, guys, you can't have both ways. 
that diva mentality, that self-centered, that egotistical, maniacal person, that's what's driving that same thing you like, that art that you like, whatever comes out of them that you do consume. That's what drives that same thing. So it's almost like, they okay, so now you know what? They're a problem. They gotta, we got we to gotta level them off. We got to put them on meds. And they give them medication, and then they're not the same person. So the decor on Carnival right now, okay, so people didn't like the crazy Joe Farkas designs and the wild and wacky fixtures and things like that. Now they medicate. Carnival medicated itself, and it's very nice. And you walk around, and it's very soft, muted tones and earthy tones. Uh, but, But to me, I don't know. It's just not what I love about Carnival. And um, there's reason number one. And again, so you had the Vista class, which is the Vista, Horizon, and Panorama so far right now. And then you have the Dream class, which is the Dream, Breeze, and Magic. And then right before that, you had the one ship, one class, one and done, the Carnival Splendor. You get on the Carnival Splendor, what did they say? You know, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that actually makes sense. That might be the last straw because people just assault the Carnival Splendor's decor. What is this pink ship? It's a pink ship. It's it's crazy. Who? And is it a is it a coincidence that that was Joe Farkas's? Because I don't know. Now I shouldn't say that. Did Joe Farkas? Because this is the breeze. Now I know the dream was first. I don't know what came after that. The magic or the breeze? Now did the dream? Will the magic have any Farkas influences? I'm not sure. I'm just talking about the breeze right here. But I'm just saying the fact that there was such an overwhelming outcry of how is this ship designed like this on the Carnival Splendor, which, you know what? Do I run around saying I love the the, the decor on Carnival Splendor? No, I don't. But I love the ship, okay? I love the ship. And the fact that it does have pink elephants around every corner does not deter me at all from loving the ship. All right, so that was number one. The Farkas era is over, and it is very, very present on this, what, late 2010s or late 2000s built ship. Uh, What else did I notice? Now, I don't know if it's coincidence that when I went through the, 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 the buffet, the Lido buffet, there was not one seat. Okay, the first thing I did, because so I did get out of bed and I was in a rush, so I knew that I would be up against the gun. So going back, okay, backing up a little bit, plugged in my phone, hit the road hard. And then when I got there, I realized that I hadn't been charging my phone the whole time because the charger was not plugged far enough into the lighter adapter. So I was stuck at 43%. So now I know I just had to, I had to, from timing of just being there late and not having a lot of time, and from the fact that I had a a very small amount of, uh, I guess, power to my phone, I didn't have a lot of juice, I knew I would have to work hard and fast. So I am running around the ship. So the first thing I did do, though, I'm not going to get on the ship and not have a little bit of, uh, you know, little little cafe iguana. So I did do that. I got some tacos. And I can tell you, at about 1230, and granted, you know, this is not to say this is an overly crowded ship. I don't know if this means anything. I just have never experienced this in my life on any cruise or any inspection whatsoever that I get a, I get a couple of tacos and no seats, no seats available 
whatsoever. Yes, if you want to say there was a a four top and there was only three people sitting there, yes, I'm not going to be the you know I'm not going to join the family. But I'm saying usually there's a two top somewhere or even a dirty four top somewhere that hasn't been cleaned yet. There were no seats. I saw one seat about to develop. The minute they got up, I thought I was going to get in there. There was a couple that was seating with another couple that they didn't know and took the advantage to jump into that seat before I'd get I could get to it. So I could say that the Lido deck was absolutely mobbed uh the the buffet section anyway so that i noticed and you know shout out to doug parker cruise radio very very uh astute in acknowledging the casino smell let me explain something on this ship it's a huge casino and if that's something that bothers you about the smoke no you're not it's this they do not the carnival i don't know if it's the whole dream class but the carnival breeze does about as poor job they don't have any any issues whatsoever trying to get the smoke to be contained because it's a different style like the in this ship the casino goes wall to wall it's not like you're making a right and then you're in the casino it's kind of contained no the the casino goes from wall to wall and then there's just lanes that you could go through so the smoke is just left to ventilate through wherever so it's a so the smoking in the casino. I know I'm talking a lot of negative right now, but I did absolutely love this ship. But I'm just kind of getting the things that I guess were little to be desired out of the way first. Now there was a wedding going on on this ship, so they had the limelight lounge at the aft portion of the ship, which I love. I love when they have the here's what here's what I do like. So they had the uh, limelight where it was supposed to be in the aft portion of the ship, unlike what they did on the Vista class. There was a wedding going on there. Now, every ship inspection I go to, there seems to be a wedding. And it's interesting because, you know, you can go to the wedding. You could just be there. You're in the wedding. You're seeing the wedding. You're right in front of the wedding. And as long as the door's open, you could stand there. Nobody says anything to you. And I just couldn't help but, you know, think to myself, you know, seems like a nice couple, you know, and they probably have a lot of friends. And uh, they were doing a wedding on a cruise ship. And I'm sure unfortunately they can only invite so many people and you know some of their very very close friends are probably not they probably ended up on the cutting room floor they can't invite everybody that you want to invite you got to make some tough decisions right so i couldn't help but it it just and i'm taking pictures too because i want to get the room and i'm trying to sneak a couple of pictures but nobody's saying it to me i'm standing there and i'm like geez i'm at these people's wedding i wonder what their friends would say that you know couldn't make the cut they couldn't go to the wedding. We didn't have enough invitations to extend to you. Yet this random man who's wearing the same outfit for two days in a row on four hours of sleep who just drove from West Palm, I'm at the wedding. <laughs> Weird thoughts. All right. So now what I call on Carnival uh, ships is the Pathway to Fun slash Carnival Boulevard. Always usually on deck five. And uh, it's always just... A cool little spacewalk type thing. You know, it's glossy floors, glossy walls, and a nice ceiling. And I just like the vibe walking through there. And usually, it's a lot of brick and mortar type doors. Now, what I mean by that is you open doors and walk into little venues. I like that way better as well. Now, they did do this with the Red Frog Rum Bar, but what they don't do it with the piano bar. So the piano bar, ladies and gentlemen, is out in the open. And I do not like that. So when you're walking aft on on the on the fifth deck, I do not like 
the fact that the piano bar is just out there in the open, sort of like Schooner Bar on Royal Caribbean. Why don't I like that? Reason being is because on Carnival, one of their things about the piano bar was it was always cool that it would be sort of like, um, you know, there'd be some racy stuff that would go on. You know, the piano players had a lot of charisma. You can clearly tell that they've been given liberties, that they can maybe say a few curse words or maybe get a little off color with the humor if there's a bachelorette party. I remember one time on the on the Sunshine they invited the bachelorette to come sit up on the piano, and the piano girl was going to serenade her. Now, mind you, I was in the lobby with the piano t- singer, p- pianist, the piano bar host, and she was banging down drinks. And I was like, wow, okay, she's got her name tag on. She's banging down drinks, and uh, she's just an off-color person. And, and she just sat the bachelorette on top of the piano, told her to sit there, and she sang her a song directly to her, Basically, all in good fun, just about whorism things, just calling her whores in different ways and saying it was all in good fun. It was like a roasting. It was just a roasting and all her friends were laughing hysterical. We were all laughing hysterical. She was a good sport about it. Everybody high-fived. Now, I do not see you being able to do that or create that same type of environment with an open room. You know what I mean? Kids walking by, old people walking by, uh, and you know it's it's not going to be the same thing now when it's in a brick and mortar that was the other part so everybody was instructed when you're in this brick and mortar piano bar she set it up same woman someone walks in here everybody stops i stop the song we all stop and we say hey how the hell are you why don't you come on in in unison and it was so fun and funny when it happened to you, when you walked in, you freak out. You're like, what the F? And then you sit down, and now you're part of the joke. And now every time somebody does it, you can give that same feeling to all the other people. Now, I'm not saying they did it on every carnival ship, but they did it on that particular ship. And you know, aside for that, there was just other more crazy stuff that other carnival pianists would do now i don't just don't see that much that environment as conducive for that if it's out in the open i think i've talked about the piano bar enough i did love the red from rog from red rog from bar (laughs) the red frog rum bar setup i really did enjoy that it was sort of like the pseudo sports bar also like the brewery and uh, is that was there a brewery I don't know if there's a brewery on the breeze. I have to check on that. But it did look like a cool neighborhood bar. You know, the Royal Caribbean bar has, they have that um, English pub. This was that and then some. If the English pub got together with uh, playmakers and had a baby, it would be the Red Frog Rum Bar because there was a bandstand there where you could play a little music. There was sports on the TVs, and I could tell the Red Frog Rum Bar was going to be the coolest place to hang out on Deck 5, in my opinion. You had the Alchemy Bar right there as well. And then what you have that's unique on the Dream Class ships is, and I may have botched the name here, It's called I think it's called Ocean Place. Now, it is an extension. Now, normally on Deck 5, there's just basically walls that go in yes there is a promenade outside but is that deck five yeah i think it's deck five but you're not necessarily encouraged to be outside too much they repeat this on the vista class as well but they don't go all the way around the ship on the vista class now ocean place okay 
if that's the right name. It's right in the middle of where all the action is. You have the liquid lounge, you have the piano bar, you have the alchemy bar, you have the casino. All that stuff is right in that area, but then there's Ocean Place that's in the middle, and you it kind of goes from uh, starboard, starboard to port, and then it opens up. So then there's seating outside, there's hot tubs outside, and there's guys picking anchor outside as well. And then if you continue to walk around the ship, you can walk around the entire circumference of the ship. So Royal Caribbean has that helipad, right? You don't even need the helipad. It's basically right there. The front of the ship, you can almost reach out and touch it in the same way. You just happen to be on deck five and you're in the front of the ship. You can make your way around the entire ship. Uh, what else do I also like about the so it's a li- this is a, it's in many ways this is a bridge ship it's a bridge ship bridging the carnival old with the carnival new it's the best way I can say it and what else I liked is that if you go in the auditorium beautiful main show lounge main theater and what I love about it is they still have that old school carnival feel where you just walk into your seat there's plenty of room between rows to walk and you they, you, you chill out and they have those fixed tables that just sit there the fixed tables you could put your drink on you could relax you don't have to worry about just feeling cramped in you know it's 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 beautiful i'm gonna post pictures of it they they stopped doing it on the the vista class ships and then when they do the refurbs a lot of times they take that away as well the limelight lounge like i said is in the back the nightclub is very small liquid uh nightclub it's kind of small at least it looks looks kind of small but it's very very attractive it has like sort of like a icicle like you know the superman when they when he flew up north uh, to that other planet or whatever and he went to go uh whatever he did with those three guys who throw things at you who can move buses and things like that what, what's the pl- well, i'm gonna stop whatever planet he goes back to and they have that battle it looks like icicle land that's what liquid lounge looks like a little bit uh what else unique about this ship I did not see the deli, okay? I'm not sure I saw the Carnival Deli. I saw all the other stuff. I didn't find it, um, which was cool. Another thing that was cool was the uh, Cucina del Capitan. Beautiful Italian restaurant. I think they do the free lunches there. A lot of people were taking advantage of that. Uh, what else? What else was on the ship? Uh Guys Pig and Anchor, they had that all set up outside. The weather was terrible, so it was awful, um, you know, to be out there and have to wait in line or whatever. But that was also on Ocean Plaza, Ocean Place, Ocean Plaza, the Deck 5 outdoor area. That's where that was. There are hot tubs outside on the breeze as well, which is uh, low deck hot tubs. That's the lowest deck you'll see on any carnival ship where there's hot tubs on Deck 5 on the carnival breeze. They... Um, what else what else could we say of course guys you know how i feel about an aft pool you know this is you know they started it with the splendor so that's what i learned too you know the splendor was where they started the aft pool and the uncovered aft pool i should say they have aft pools on the classes before that not on the fantasy classes but after that after the fantasy classes they did start putting pools on the back of the ship however 
Who cares? Because they're fully enclosed. You know what I mean? And they have that retractable roof. Now, the Splendor is the first one. And again, I said this when we were talking about Nick. You could see the way they were thinking. They had they always built the back of the ship retractable roof, which means the wall has to go up all the way around, which means you don't get a beautiful th- uh, 270 degree of the horizon, which is an advantage to having the aft pool. So they decided to take away the retractable roof. Now you can clearly see what they thought with the Splendor. They were like, well, now we don't have a retractable roof. Well, let's put the retractable roof on the Lido deck, the main part of the Lido deck. Because I feel like that was a knee-jerk reaction, an overreaction that they took because they felt like, okay, well, you know, the Conquest and ships like that had the retractable roof back there. The Liberty places, ships like that, they had the retractable roof, so we have to replace it. They didn't have to replace it. They didn't need the retractable roof, and they got smart with that with the Dream Class. However, having said that, you know, there's nothing like the Splendor aft pool. Here's another thing about this class of ships that is better than the ones that came after it. The Thermal Spa. This got famous and started getting big with the Carnival Splendor. They started really, you know, adhering to the, uh, uh, you know, the 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 decision of putting uh, multiple steam rooms, relaxation rooms, uh, thermal rooms, and a separate room for a large thalassotherapy pool. Now, it's Splendor. I loved it. It was so nice. It was so zen. You look up and you don't, you know, some people say if you're sitting in the, in the hot tub on the Carnival Splendor, yeah, there's weird dragons on the roof and the ceiling looking down at you. But you know what? They're all for fun. You know, just enjoy it. Take it in. It's interesting. Wonder what you want to, what, I wonder what the hell drugs he was on when he decided to make these flying dragons painted pink or yellow or purple, whatever they are that are pseudo flying over me as I'm trying to have a... Now they take them away. Still having said that, on the Vista class, the Thalassotherapy pool was a, is a small little pool right near the steam, room, steam rooms. It's called like matter-of-factly. Now in the Dream class and the, and the Splendor, it's a full room. You have to walk into a separate room and it's a pool room and it's a large pool that can fit at least you know, if it had to, 10, 12, 15 people. And uh, I kind of like that a little bit better. But I do love the fact that it does have the F pool. I do love the fact that it does have the the room for the, the much more time and care and energy and effort went into the thermal spa package rooms. And what else? I think that's pretty much it. Everything else, like I said, you just walk around the ship and it definitely feels like a carnival ship. But there is, to me, it's a little bit missing and call me. That's where, okay, I'll admit it. You know what? That may not matter to most of you. And I probably tell you right now, it wouldn't matter to me. Once we got sailing, once we got out to sea, the next stop for this crew was Amber Cove. And, uh, you know, if there was the right crowd and the right crew on that ship, I'm sure I would get over the lack of Farkas influence quickly. And that's pretty much it. All right. That's my little kind of synopsis of my tour of today's trip to the carnival breeze all right let's do the emails ladies and gentlemen hey quick question how important is your vacation to you okay well are you booked if not i want to give you a quick heads up on how close you can really be to your cruise vacation of a lifetime let's talk caribbean yeah that's right the tropical paradise white sand crystal clear blue water caribbean 
cruising is an adventure. Why visit just one destination when you can conquer three or four? We want to be the perfect getaway from your everyday. Always Be Booked Cruises and Vacations has the experience, the affiliations, and most of all, the passion to match you up with a getaway that you and your group will share stories about for decades to come, no matter who's listening. Some say a cruise is a cruise, but the truth is, we help you find your cruise. Whether you're seeking the ultimate island adventure, world-class onboard entertainment, or gourmet Caribbean food and cocktails, you can share memories with those you're traveling with and make lifelong friends with those you just met. Having spent years on some of the world's most celebrated cruise ships and creating partnerships on the most desirable destinations in the Caribbean, Always Be Both Cruises will craft a custom itinerary that will surpass anything you thought you could ever experience on land or sea. If you're ready to start planning your dream cruise, go to Always Be Booked.com or email me directly at Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Your emails have become a lifeblood of the show, some would say, including I. Uh, and we always encourage you to write in Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Whatever you have, for the show, whether it's a comment, a question, a suggestion, a correction, anything, you could do it right here. By the way, we have a Facebook group. It's called the Always Be Booked Cruisers Ultra Lounge on Facebook. If you haven't joined it, you should, because we do a lot of interacting in there. That's where we kind of, dare I say, get together and really become a family. So besides the letters that you do write in, we do have the back and forth here, and I will answer all of them. On that uh, Facebook group, we have a little bit more of a live one-on-one in real-time interaction if you want to do that. So definitely check that out. We're also on Instagram as well. Always be booked. Let's get it on. Tommy, my theory. Your card is scanned when you get off the ship. Okay, I see where this is going. So this is a reaction to the question that I put out. What happens if you're on Coco K? And you're on the Navigator of the Seas, but the Mariner is also in town. The Mariner's leaving at at at, at six, but your ship is leaving at five, uh, which is the Navigator, and you miss the Navigator on purpose. What happens? Okay, here's the theory: your card is scanned when you get off the ship. Your card is scanned when you get on the ship. If there are more scans out that in, they'll assume you're missing. No, they won't have like any issues. They'll be able to tell who you are. There'll be a list of the people with your picture right there who did not get back on the ship. So you're right about that. So they'll know that you're not on the ship. You'll be paged on the ship, and I would assume they would have a PA system on the island. They would page you there. So this would be the time to come clean. Now, yes, you're right. These are steps that probably maybe I didn't consider, but let's just play humor me and assume that I still don't come forward. I still make myself kind of, uh, let's say, conspicuous and fit in amongst, amongst the crowd. They have your picture. They'll probably be looking all through the crowds and cameras to locate you. Assuming you're still above sea level, they'll find you, and it might not be a happy reunion. So you're saying that they are going to find you at any cost. So you're telling me that I can't. So the ship is supposed to leave at 5. I can't elude the powers that be. For I don't get. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm just saying, you know, just hypothetically. 
they have your picture, they'll probably uh, they'll find you. It might not be a happy reunion. I agree with that. I don't expect the reunion to be happy. You will be the talk of the ship after all of the paging. So you'll have so listen. Who's this? This is Tim. Tim, I've been paged so many times on cruise ships. It's not even like this is not something. Well, I kind of am proud of it. I shouldn't be proud of it, but I have been paged so much on cruise ships. I want to ask you again, ladies and gentlemen, when you see those pier runners running, drunk, stumbling smiling laughing they just had eight hours of the time of their life on in cozumel mexico or in san juan puerto rico or in nassau bahamas and you're watching them and the hate that spews from you from watching them run onto the ship let me ask you to do yourself do something look inward examine yourself ask yourself what am i who am i really fighting with what am i really battling right now what rush am I in? Why am I screaming at this person? You know what it is? It's some people just can't handle when other people do the things. That's really what it is. Yeah, I get it if they're too late. Oh, you may miss the ship or I'm sorry, you, you're not going to miss the ship. I'm saying you, might, you may have to, um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. If you're on the last port of call, if you're not on the last port of call, even if you are, the ship has a window to be able to make it to your next destination what is your rush why are you angry you have to self-awareness is one of the most important things in this world why are you mad why why are you screaming vigorously at peer runners great job you're making us all we're all waiting for you idiots look at this what are you mad at what are you really mad at you know what i mean uh, it would make a good podcast, though, and we might learn about ship jail, i.e., does the drink package still work there? So go for it, Tim. Uh, Tim, he's going on the breakaway. Oh, no, he went on the breakaway April 18th. Love your podcast. Uh, hold on, where are we at here? Okay, no, this is a separate one. So continuing with Tim's. Now, I did find out that... Someone who did it. I, 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 we got who, who's listening here in the group. Someone said people missed the ship in Cozumel on a carnival ship, and they did. The other ship did pick up those passengers. Okay, so it did happen. I don't know how the reunion was. I don't know who got mad at who. I don't know what the penalty was, but there was a ship that picked up a couple of passengers that missed a ship that one of our group members was on. If it's you, come forward. I'm going to relook into the lounge and see if I could dig up that Pier Runner saga. They missed it, and then they were picked up by another carnival, carnival ship. So that actually did happen. I'm interested to see in how that played out. Was there a penalty? Are they able to? Are they banned for life, a la Chris? Uh, what is the penalty for missing the ship? Besides maybe having to spend the night with a towel as a blanket in the dive-in theater. All right, love your podcast and your hate watching of Her Majesty's Royal Sport of Cricket. Uh, speaking of royal, a very small number of their ships will now have fewer wickets and more touchdowns and home runs. And they include a link, and I already know what this link is. It is information on the fact that Royal Caribbean is upping their coverage or attempting to subscribe to some sort of a satellite that will up their coverage of all the American favorite sports like basketball, baseball, football, things like that. 
Now, I want to clear something up. <clears throat> I don't hate cricket. Like I said, I actually plan on getting into cricket. I haven't done that yet. You know, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to start taking up cricket as a favorite sport with all their rules. I actually did watch a couple of videos so far. Yes, after the videos, I did end up more confused than I was when I started. Uh, so that is that. But uh, nevertheless, I am going to get into it a little bit more. Like I said, I just don't know cricket. You know, it's not a hate watching thing. Um, it's not as much of a complaint. It is what it is. Again, me being the sentimentalist, the nostalgist, if you will, I kind of like it now. I kind of associate all things cricket with cruising. So it's just a mental association I have there. But yes, it would be nice if there were more familiar sports. And it looks like Royal Caribbean is going to lead the way in that. And that is from Seth. Seth, thank you for the email. Moving on. Hey, Tommy, last couple of months I came across your podcast. I think I've listened to most of the 110 episodes. I just want to thank you for all the great content that has got me through countless work days. Even though me and you don't, uh, me and you seem to cruise differently, I do appreciate all your great information. I have been lucky enough to take six cruises, uh, number seven coming up in two weeks on the Anthem of the Seas. I would love more information on your group cruises. Nothing against my family and friends that I do cruise with. Just seems like my interest for cruising is at a higher level than them. Any info would be greatly appreciated. Boat drinks, Chris. Well, Chris, when you say group cruises... It's a wrong premise because at this point there is only one group cruise. Now I am wanting to announce the next group cruise, and I think I am going to go Carnival or Norwegian. I definitely, well, I guess, I, you know, if it's Chris is going to be involved, we got to do Norwegian. But I really, really want to get back to an aft pool. I really do for a seven, eight day cruise. It's important to me. I got to make it happen. I'm going to bother Chris again to hopefully try to pray to the powers that be at Carnival that they will let him back what type of pendants does he have to do does he have to stay up does he have to learn how to play the steel drum and entertain the crowd now don't give him any sticks that's probably a bad idea uh does he have to learn how to roll dough and make the pizza and the pizza pirate all night for the late shift he'll do it just let him back on carnival so uh, where are we at here? So the on one group cruise is January 18th. It's on the Adventure of the Seas, and it's going to San Juan, St. Martin, St. Thomas, and uh, Labadee, Haiti. It's, like I said, January 18th, out of Fort Lauderdale on the uh, Adventure of the Seas. I'm trying to remember what I figured out. Yeah, the, the inside cabins are expensive now. They did go up to, you know, good eight dollars $900 a person. That is all in, you know, with taxes and, and everything like that. So, you know, you don't have to... You know, you're getting hit with taxes on top of that, but this is going to be an amazing cruise. I am going to make some announcement very, very soon, starting with the official song of the group cruise. I'm going to announce some events that we're going to do during the group cruise. And oh my gosh, it's going to be one for the ages. I will absolutely make sure of it. And that's pretty much it. Um, when we do announce the next one i will make sure that you personally are the first to know chris by the way ladies and gentlemen while i do this podcast once a week it is a lot involved with it and you guys know i'm always on the website check out www.alwaysbebooked.com putting up articles left and right check the facebook this and that but I do have a Patreon account. It is www.patreon.com slash always be booked. That's 
p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked for five dollars a month you will get a show are you ready every single day now this is a little bit of a different type of show we have probably been averaging about 20 to 30 minutes 20 to 40 minutes sometimes for each show. We have been delving into cruise stuff, but also off-topic things. There are various storylines that are brewing in the Always Be Booked uh, uh, Patreon page, the Patreon show, that you don't hear. Now, I want to go more mass market. I want to be friendly for more people to listen to this show. So you're going to see it's going to be a lot more cruise centric information it's going to be a little bit more of a compact dare i say concise show ideally if you want the banter if you want the crazy stories the wacky stuff the stuff that has nothing to do with cruising my philosophies on things like space aliens uh like things like you know all the crazy stories 20 years in the bar and restaurant industry can you imagine what i've seen it's out of control we do all that as well on the patreon so definitely check it out if you feel like supporting this show but more importantly if you want another show seven days a week content i try to be a little motivational with you as well start your day with me every single day at p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked all right let's move it on hi tommy this is a follow-up email from the one i sent you earlier i was asking you which you would prefer the carnival sunrise or the norwegian encore yes this is uh this is tracy i remember this so you asked me about two cruises which one i would prefer which one I would recommend. Let's start out by making that abundantly clear. This is what I would prefer. Tracy, I do not want to be held responsible for you for picking the cruise that you think you may not have had a good time on because I think I like this one. But I will tell you which one I like and I will give you the reasons. We got Carnival Sunrise for 12 nights. Leaves from New York, Turks and Caicos, Costa Rica, Panama Canal, Colombia, Grand Cayman, Ending in Fort Lauderdale. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six sea days. So six sea days. One, two, three, four, five. Five ports of call. Twelve nights. Now I'm gonna do this price independently. That is so New York, one way to Fort Lauderdale, Panama Canal, clearly a partial transit. And then the next one is the Norwegian Encore. Uh, Porto Plata, Dominican Republic, Curaçao, Orangestad, Aruba, Santa Maria, Colombia, Cartagena, Colombia, Panama Canal, partial crossing again, uh, Porto Limon, and ends in Miami. Okay. Yeah. This is, and this next one is a... How many days? I guess I got to count it out. You told me how many days was the last one. <laughs> All right. One, two. Let's do C days. One, two, three, four C days and a whole bunch of ports and the Panama Canal. I think this is an easy call if they're at all close in price with the Norwegian Encore being a brand new cruise ship as well. I would 100% do the Norwegian Encore with this one. Definitely. I would recommend that. They're both out of New York City, and they both land one way in Florida. And yes, Tracy, 
I can book you on either one of those and I will get you the best deal I possibly can along with as much help along the way. I do have a travel agency, by the way, as you just heard. Again, I will absolutely bend over backwards to get you whatever information you need, whatever I could help with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not acting like I am Joe Expert as far as memorizing every single cabin uh, category and every upgrade procedure, but that's all information I can find out. Maybe there's travel agents out there that will be able to have that information at the tip of their tongue faster than I will. But hey, listen, if you could wait a couple hours, I'll get you that information. What I'm going to do more than the other travel agents is make sure that I give you to a fault as much information as you want about any port or any ship that I could help you with. I listen to, you know, travel agents or travel agents. They'll book you a hotel in Vegas. They'll book you an all-inclusive. They'll book you Eiffel Tower, Paris. They're not immersed into the cruise industry and the cruise ships like I am. So that's where I can help you. Um, And that's pretty much it. Thank you, Tracy, for that email. Give me a call, uh, 323-GETAWAY, or send me an email right here if you want some help with any of those bookings. Hi, Tommy. Just joined Patreon. Ready to party. I am always booked at at least three cruises. Woo! Welcome to the party is right. Booked now in Asia in November, Western Caribbean in February, and Transatlantic in October next year. Let me tell you something. What's your name? Winter. Winter is doing the things. Since November is almost here, I will need a new cruise to book. How about your group cruise? Can I get some info? Winter, I did send you some emails. Somebody just asked as well. Uh, refer to the information I just get as far as I just gave out as far as the details of where it's going. But also, I did email you back regarding any information. Gave you some quotes. You know, you got to get back to me now, Winter, because that's been a couple of days now. Let me hear from you, huh? What's going on? Let's get you on this group cruise here. Moving on. Hello, Tommy. Big fan from Landlocked, Indiana. Yeah, you're in there. I'm 14 days from my ninth Carnival cruise and about 200 days from my 10th. I have no complaints about Carnival, but I would like to try a different line. I was thinking between Royal or Norwegian and wanted your opinion. Yes, one of those two I would definitely pick. We tend to get an interior room and spend our extra funds on excursions. We like the nightlife, but don't drink enough for the drink packages. We are early 40s and just enjoy being on the water. Man, I hear you. I was wanting your opinion on which line might be a better fit for us. Are the prices about the same? Are the ships similar? Is one ship for older crowds? Please tell me what do you think the major differences between the ships and the best overall for the price is? Joe from Indiana. Joe, this is a travel agency question that I could talk about for hours. My answer, I've given out a little bit. I guess maybe I'll try to give you some answers here but my 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 go-to knee-jerk answer is that either one you can't now if we're going to talk specific ships or at least classes of ships i can give you some more information depending upon knowing what type of cruiser you are but if you want an interior cabin and you want bang for your buck uh you know I would say maybe think about royal caribbean especially if you're active they definitely don't have party central on royal caribbean they definitely don't go out of their way to make it so there's you know uh, a a raucous raise the roof type of party there's energy there's plenty of energy on royal caribbean ships but again that over the top next level you know nike lifestyle party they don't specialize in that i could tell you that that's going to be more i'll say definitely norwegian or carnival and Royal Caribbean, if you want more on the on the way of, I guess, what would Royal Caribbean be? And again, 
you can't even say this. So like say the enchantment of the seas or things like that. You can't ships like that. I can't even say it's more for active people or more for energy. You can, you have to go by the ship is what it is. So what I would recommend is pick a time you want to go and pick a, pick a, the destinations you want to go at the right price and then tailor make it to the ship. Like, I can help you out with this. I think we probably got to talk offline on this. And you got to tell me exactly what type of cruise you're into. Some people really want all the new bells and whistles. Some people don't care about the ship and just want the nicest ports. Some people don't care about either one and just want an eight-day vacation at the best possible value. And I understand all of those aspects. I just got to find out which one you are. And then, Joe, I will be able to help you out with that. 323 Getaway. Or email me back here again. Uh, Tommy, you always talk about dead cruises, but I never realized how it was until we experienced it firsthand. This past September, we sailed on the NCL Sky at about two-thirds capacity. 1,400 out of 2,000 guests. It was kind of freaky. For starters, there were no lines at embarkation, no lines at dining, no waiting air anywhere, just walk up and do it. There weren't any, even any chair hogs, and the poolside servers made sure we had never had an empty drink. But on the freaky side, the casino was silent. The dance floors were deserted, and the bars were empty. Me and another guy were the only two to participate in the bandioki. I only did it because I felt sorry for the band trying to kill time in an empty room for 60 minutes. By the way, I rocked it. Good enough to win second place. <laughs> nice job second place out of the two people hey it's a participation trophy world we live in it's okay and then the freakiest thing of all we were the only ones listening to the latino couple playing music in the mojito bar after 30 minutes and a few mojitos we decided to move on to the next bar as we got up and moved towards the door the music stopped mid-song as the room was now totally empty i'm sure there's a fine line between crowded and overcrowded but the difference between a dead cruise and a party ship is overwhelming party on garth always be booked gary gary good strong email man i i appreciate that here's what i'll say a dead ship it should i wouldn't expect it to be that dead at 1400 out of 2000 well i don't know what the capacity is maybe sometimes the sky is over now i want to say something that latin couple in that uh, listen they they definitely need some work i know exactly who you're talking about we just experienced them a couple of months ago if it's the same people they were there's not a lot of people in that room for a reason also bandioki i didn't know there was bandioki on the sky i didn't see it but yeah good for you that's a good guy you are for stepping up and uh participating in the song just because you felt bad for the band and uh bring it home that second place silver medal respectable second place trophy um yeah it's weird it's it's interesting i guess the norwegian sky they may have to reconsider that open bar deal that open bar package it used to be automatic that you take that sailing and you get an open bar package you know what i'm saying and now they pulled that away and it's the norwegian sky there's a lot of inventory it's going out every three and four days there's also the sun and now you know what probably hurt it you know what probably hurt the sky the fact that uh royal caribbean put the mariner and the navigator on three and four day rotating sailings because if you're comparing those two ships it's not really much of a comparison the newly refurbished mariner or 
or, or Navigator that are going to take you to Coco Cay. That probably has a big factor in it too. Or the sky or the sun that are three and four days. Ships built barely at the turn of the century that are only going to take you to Great Stirrup Cay. Little bit of a different thing there. And that probably hurt them. I would say that's the reason why. Yeah, that's a dead ship, man. As Stu would say, dead ship. Hello, Tommy. This is my first time writing to you. Love the show and your take on cruising. I wanted to share this review with you since you are my favorite cruise podcaster. Wow. Thank you. That's, I don't know if I've heard that before. I've heard that people enjoy the show, uh, but I'm glad to hear that uh, we've got a clear-cut favorite for at least somebody. We went on Liberty of the Seas while you were on the Mariner, I believe October 6th to the 13th. We got to the cruise terminal in Galveston around 1040, and we were on the ship by 1110. We had a quick lunch in the Cafe Promenade, then to explore the ship. We had an ocean view room with a window at the very front of the ship on deck seven. It was a special room since it was triangular shaped and in the very front of the ship. Uh, It had two windows instead of one and a great view of the side of the front of the ship. We booked this cruise over 500 days in advance to celebrate my wife's 30th birthday. We did not get the drink package, but we did sneak some vodka on. How dare you? That lasted six out of the seven days, so we saved some money. We spent most nights in Boleros, which is the Latin where the Latin band played most of what we asked for, and we became good friends. We saw the ice skating show, one acrobatic show, and the quest. Two comedians, one good, one bad. We also did karaoke. We did the water slides, climbed the rock climbing wall, and rode the flow rider. Man, you did the things on this one. This was our third cruise, second on Royal. The food on this ship did not disappoint. It was the best we've had. We did the main dining most nights, including lobster night, 8 4 lobsters, impressive. The last night we did the buffet as the theme was seafood, and I think we made the right choice. I do gluten free, and there was always choices, even in Sorrento's, where the pizza was pretty good for gluten pizza, gluten free pizza. Sorrento's is gluten free in general, that explains a lot. The ports, Cozumel, we got off early, got some uh, Cochina Pillbill tacos a yucatan dish at the popular market by downtown then it started raining so we went back on the ship and grand cayman we did what most people will do stingray city it was really interesting and we enjoyed it i would recommend doing that at least once i agree i gotta get to stingray city at least once i just haven't let me back up on the whole sneaking alcohol on board again i don't condone it have i done it in the past yes i have done it will i do it again in the future i'm gonna hopefully try not to i don't think i will uh listen that's a very polarizing topic the industry people will tell you that's wrong it's stealing and you know what they're not wrong they're not wrong you probably should not sneak booze onto a cruise ship Um, but again so many people do it and at the end of the day i'm not the guy who's here to judge you if you do again i probably won't be doing it anymore but and I'm not. I'm just not supposed to advocate that. If I want to be friendly to these cruise lines, I do have to be honest and say sneaking booze on the cruise ship is not right. But again, hey, listen, it's the real world. And if you want to save some money, you know what? Sometimes you have it in your mind. Everybody can rationalize everything. They overcharged you for this, and they're nickel and diming you for this. So you know what? You're going to even the curve, even the score a little bit. 
Ah, what do you want me to say? I'm not mad at it. I know both sides right now are going to be mad at me. The cruise line advocates are going to be like, Tommy, you shouldn't be promoting that. The people who sneak uh, booze on board are going to be like, don't freaking judge me. Again, I get it. Middle of the road problems. I'm an extreme middleist. That's what I am. Uh, Finally, we went to Jamaica. We were booked on our only Royal Caribbean excursion. We did a place in the sun. It's a tour that takes you to doctor's cave beach in montego bay then to a souvenir shop in margaritaville before returning to the ship our first cruise was on our first cruise was on carnival liberty then vision of the seas this ship is much bigger and walking from our room to the dining took some time one of my favorite things to do was to walk on the outside part of deck four and the helipad yes that is cool out there i didn't want to make this too long but we did have a great time and met great people tommy keep up the good work i'll be on carnival dream in january so expect another email then appreciate that uh from andres now there's a pronunciation guide here and if i'm reading the pronunciation guide it's a-n-n-d-r-e-s-s and if i'm thinking reading that directly how i would say it i would say andres is that right andres or is it Andres? Andres, thanks for the email. And that is about it, ladies and gentlemen. I really, really appreciate you guys checking us out. I hope you enjoyed the show. A little bit shorter this time. Unedited. Always be booked. What's coming up next? Who knows? I'm going to try to sneak in another show before the month is out because I do want to make sure I have those four in every single month just for you know purposes of keeping you guys fed with plenty of content i hope i see some of you on the patreon definitely if you are interested in more information on the group cruise hit me up email tommy at alwaysbebook.com or 323 getaway you guys are the best boat drinks cones there's a place where the boat leaves from it takes away I love your big problems, you got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine-on tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot, and I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from, it takes away I love your big problems, you got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from, Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, all right, the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away 
to where the police from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from So get away to where the police from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the So get away to where the police from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from